What's going on, everyone? This is Mike Sleater with the My Two Life Podcast, and you are listening to an all-new research and development podcast presented by MotoOnline.com. Um, I'm back to it. I'm back testing um, with MotoOnline.com now as I make that transition to moving to Australia. I'm really excited about this opportunity, um, and our first project was to review the all-new 2021 MC450 and 250F gas gases. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's been a whirlwind for myself. I've um, you know, been on a little professional restructure, and we are doing a huge lifestyle and move. Um, my wife being from Australia, and uh, getting going back to her home country, and I'm excited, nervous, and there's a lot of emotion. But enough about that. In my in my personal life. Let's get into what you tune into, and that's the uh, research and development side of things with MotoOnline.com. Man, it's uh. I spent a lot of years working with the Austrian brand, 15 in fact, and it's been about two and a half years removed, and I always love to go meet with that crew. I left there with the highest regard for that brand, wanted to do something new, and I'm glad I did. I do love to moonlight and still love to do R&D, just not full-time, four days a week, risking um, really my life doing it. I like to have more fun, so... Andy Jefferson from the KTM group set up a test with myself and the Moto Online crew, and we went out to Fox Raceway to review the 450 and 250. I was really excited about this because there's not many people that have ridden those new gas gas models, and, you know, the Husqvarna had slight changes from the KTM, plastic subframe, um, you know, a little mapping change, different settings, lower suspension for 21, and I just wasn't that familiar with what was brought to the market by Gas Gas. I kind of didn't read a lot and listen to a lot, not by choice, by just being naive and busy. So met up with Nate out at uh, Fox Raceway, and um, man, I was pleasantly surprised. You know, very, very much the KTM chassis as far as the, as far as the 4130 Chromoly. Uh, KTM subframe, not that plastic one. Um, they did use a European setting in the fork and shock. Um, and uh, there's a one thing that I want to point out, and this is I'll probably talk about it a few times, is the cast uh, aluminum triple clamps top and bottom. Those were typically used on the Enduro models. So I think a lot of the purest Austrian folks were like, how come you're putting a, a cast clamp on like a typically a ready-to-race moto chassis well this isn't a ktm and this isn't a husqvarna it's a gas gas so let's start with uh, breaking down the chassis like i just brought up the cast clamp so the chassis is the 4130 chassis um and we're going to do the 450 first so the, the chassis on the 450 is the same as the other austrian models it is um, essentially the same as the 250 with different bottom and cradle from like the pivot of the swing arm up into the top of the uh, the top tube going to the to the triple clamps and yeah it's uh, very similar not much change red really cool red frame but right away I noticed they had these cast aluminum clamps and yes they don't look as cool yes they they, they look just kind of just like a Japanese nothing exciting but what I've learned from going to the Japanese models more, um, the cast clamps do typically have more comfort. And, and um, the year settings in the fork and shock are a European-based setting. And over the years, my role at KTM was to build um, settings and develop settings for the U.S. US and Australian market. Well, Gas Gas has a, uh, elected to use a 
European-based setting, which is typically softer, uh, more of movement to allow for more traction um, due to the tracks being a little more dry, hard pack. And uh, what can I say? The, the I rolled out on the track, and I'm more in new gear at this time. We'll go over that in another podcast. I'm um, wearing new fly gear from head to toe. Um, it's a new bike for me. Uh, so it took me a little bit. Paul uh, Fox Raceway has some big jumps. It was the Fast Tuesdays, they call it. Lots of top riders getting out there, amateurs. Um, so I was a little nervous. We just got a couple laps, got used to the bike. You know, did, you know, eight to ten laps at a slow pace, came back in and went back out for some spe- for some faster laps. And, man, I was impressed. Right away I could tell that the comfort was extremely good. The ergonomics were easy to ride, easy to move around on the bike. That's the plastics, the seat. The seat is the best Austrian seat out of the three models. It's got more seat foam. It seems like it has more density, like at, deep in the – in the seat so you don't hit that subframe and get like a harsh feel on your rear end. Um, yeah, the 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 compliance and comfort on that fork and shock was really good. I, I don't have a problem with a, the air fork with WP. It has a little more wheel movement, but I am used to that. Um, and it's a very simple design. Um, I started off at 10.4 because it goes up 0.2 bar as the fork heats up. And... It, so basically, I'm setting the fork to be at riding air pressure at 10.6. Um, we did that, rode with that. I changed it. I felt it was a little soft, a little too much wheel movement up and down on the stroke. So I went to a 10.6 um, air pressure on stand. So it, you know, build to 10.8. Once I did that, I definitely felt an improvement in the stability on the fork, the diving into turns. But I did, I did put the bike off balance, and the, the gas gas does not like to be, throughout the day, um, out of balance. So I learned that. And there's a couple of ruts that I get on the gas, and I fall off the back of the bike typically and get back and have to really concentrate getting my head over. So we went to a 103 sag, a little higher. Some guys like 105. I went to a little less sag than that to get that thing to turn. That still wasn't enough, so I went a half-speed a half turn on the high speed adjuster in the shock, and not only did not not only did that help the balance, that helped the stability through the rollers. And um, there's some fast fast paced rollers, some big berms that really just calmed the chassis down for me. And what I was really surprised with is it it didn't change the comfort. Um, the comfort of the bike was extremely good. It had great comfort, and um, man, I was just able to ride harder with more confidence. And that's overall what you want as a rider. You'd like to have that perfect scenario, having comfort and having confidence. And I think we, after a few sessions, Nate from Gas Gas and I came up with a, a great great package for myself, a great starting point on a day on a one track that allowed me to put the, the my best laps in. And, man, I was stoked. Um it, it would not a lot of change. I mean, like I said, I'm familiar with these chassis. I'm familiar with it um, from a, a technical standpoint, but also know what the bike does good and bad. Um, you know, one thing that I can say is it, it does feel different than the other two Austrian bikes in a good way. Um, just more comfort. That cast, I believe that cast triple clamp allowed that bike to just not have that that harsh on slap harsh feeling on slap downs. It had a better feeling in my hand, 
it enhanced with just vibration. It, it you know the cast allows some some vibration to, to be uh, you know put away, and it it just kind of the harmonic feeling is 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 uh, is gone from that that firm billet clamp that comes typically on the KTM and Husky. Um, one one thing to note out is the gas gas is coming with uh, Maxxis tires now. I was involved with Maxxis. Uh, some of their testing early on, and this is, I believe, the one of the f first OEM um, 450s in a long time that have came with Maxxis tires, and I didn't know this until I showed up on the day, and I'm familiar with the tire, but I am very proud and 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 to ride Maxxis, and uh, and it's a very very good tire. I felt confident in the tires on the Gas Gas. Um, it, it, they have great compliance, great great feedback, and the the tires soft and it allows it to hook up. So no no complaints on the tire tires. I'm actually really stoked on those. Um, the other little features and benefits that I just love about the Austrian models is the Brembo brakes, the hydraulic Brembo clutch, and the uh, ODI grips. I think is one of the best lock on grips in class. Uh, I think a few other models or manufacturers are making lock ons, but ODI was the first to market with these. Their diameter is great. The overall diameter, for, I have like a smaller hand. They're not too fat. They're not too thin. They have great comfort. They have great, great traction. So, yeah, great great overall um, features and benefits in your hands with your controls. Um, they do have a silver wheel, and I think the silver wheel, believe it or not, it's got more comfort. When you start putting anodizing and material into a wheel, or any material, it makes it harder. And um, when those wheels are hitting the ground, it needs to, you wouldn't believe in a high-speed film how much they move. So there's no data around this, but I feel like the silver wheels probably have more comfort than the black wheels. You could think I'm crazy, but it, it is uh, true. We start adding material, uh, anodizing powder coat. It does change the overall effect of material. So silver wheels, also um, billet hub still, um, yeah, just overall chassis, stoked. Like, really no complaints. I could turn it good. All those key great things that the Husky and KTM have, they have on the gas gas. But they have gotten away with getting more comfort and uh, better overall harmonic feeling on certain parts of the track with using those cast aluminum clamps So in a, in a better seat, in my opinion. Uh, one thing I didn't like about the cockpit was the bar pad. Super small. Um, real, probably a $15, $20 fix, getting a, a bar pad of your choice. The neck and bar was, was good. It's a pretty firm bar. I think going to a, a fat bar rental or a pro taper, um, would be a better choice for once again, more comfort. Um, but yeah, not a bad bar bend, just a little firm in my opinion. Um, and the, let's talk about the engine. KTM has been known for being a powerhouse with the engine and, <clears throat> Wow, like the engine was great. It was uh, it's the same as exact same as the Austrian and or the other Austrian models. But what they do have is a different exhaust system. The exhaust is more of a simple simple design. Doesn't have the uh, canister for sound or um, and that that sound canister also changes power. But it had a very linear, smooth power, um, very rideable. Um, Man, gearing was on point. Uh, stock gearing, I have no problem. I think it's a great stock gearing package. I'm very finicky with when I use my gears. If I want to, on the <clears throat> uh, GasCast 450, I can, you go down a shift a second in a traditional, like, tight left. 
accelerate hard, but if I wanted to be more linear, mellow, kind of ride up a gear, third gear had enough grunt to pull through it. So second and third gear have a good overlap as far as internal training. And then the the, the gear, the sprockets themselves, so they've nailed the, their combination there. Um, other other things to note is this, the there's no map switch on the gas gas 450. That gas, that it's the typical um, ECU that comes standard. I believe it's the aggressive tune. Um, there was a map switch on the bike I got to ride, but I did not change it because it does not come with it. Um, so I wanted to, you know, ride it as it was, but you can add that map switch if you'd like. Um, but I think the mapping is, is clean. It's strong. And one thing that makes it that way possibly is the running, the, the way it runs, the linear power is when you're talking exhaust intake, um, that creates power. Obviously the air induction from the gas gas plastic with that very simplistic uh, header and mid-pipe could actually can, can combine, can make a different tune than a Husky or KTM. So whether it was by chance or whether it was planned, I, I don't know this, but I feel they've done a very good job of coming up with a, a, a package with an exhaust and an intake through the plastics and the uh, that new bold red to make a great linear power. It does feel different, once again, than the Husky and KTM. Um, I'd love to see the dyno curves. Maybe we'll work on that at a later date. Um, but at this time, in feel in my hand, very responsive, very easy to ride. So, yeah, it was it, it was it was fun fun day at Fox Raceway. I really really enjoyed it. And let's let's talk about the price. It's around nine hundred dollars cheaper U.S. for the Gas Gas four fifty. But you're not lacking performance. So. What do you, do you buy and do you buy a gas gas or a KTM or Husky? Well, I will tell you if I'm going to get an Austrian model, I'm probably going to buy a gas gas. One, I do love that deep blood, that blood red. It doesn't have the black wheels. It doesn't have the other exhaust, but I'm going to put an FMF exhaust straight away on my bike. So I don't care about the exhaust. I'm going to probably put, uh, AC60s or a DID Dirt Star rim. It's a little more durable rim than the OEM um, KTM wheels. So there you go. I'm putting different rims on. Um, I'm probably going to leave the stock hubs though. The stock hubs will work great. So yeah, I think in 2021, I, I would say the Gas Gas 450 is my personal choice for an Austrian model. It wasn't in the shootout, so it's, I can't say that it's better than the, 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 when I did the swap model live shootout, but they've brought something very unique to the market. Um, the brand seems fun. The model of the brand, the, the, the mantra is to be a fun brand, a lively brand. Um, and I think they've done that with having Justin Barsha, Michael Moseman and Pierce Brown and the TLD crew with that f very, very fun, um, forward thinking graphics and, it's going to be an exciting year for this. I think kudos to Gas Gas or the KTM group for adding Gas Gas. I was a little confused at first. I kind of was borderline like, I think it's stupid. But you're also adding jobs to our industry. You're, um, you're from a sales perspective, from a dealership perspective. You're um, adding a race team mechanics. You're, you know, you're adding riders. Um, it's great. I think this is a great move by the KTM group. I think, uh, 
that the gas gas is fun for the younger youth. When I was out there at the track, I had more riders from young to old excited about talking about it. Um, they, a lot of guys thought it was a Honda just a, uh, and it was interesting to know that how many people were uneducated about what it was. So I think that's good. I think it's, it's really good. Um, the Gas Gas 450, MC450 is a great bike. I think it's got a great platform. Um, they are a fun brand, but the bike is, like the Austrian leader, it is ready to race. You can I could go race that bike in stock trim at any local race. Um, I would add my certain things to it and um, and go for it. So, yeah, I, I, I think you guys will be excited to ride one when you get the chance. Um it's cheaper, it's fat, it's works great, and it's got a side of of a of the bike that I really enjoy with a little bit of a a lower barrier to entry. So I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, our research and development segment of for MotoOnline.com, and um, yeah, we'll uh, can we continue to do these. The next one I'll do will be the MC250F, and uh, yeah, have a great day. I hope you enjoyed this and you got a little more insight to. Um, some research and development and some testing with uh, the Gas Gas uh, USA team. Have a good day. Thanks for tuning in.